America WK with your host, Andrew WK. There are these moments when you are compelled to do things that defy your own logic, that defy your own taste, that defy, defy your own preferences. You wind up doing things that you don't like to do, and yet you like doing them almost because of it. America WK, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Slater. What's your most embarrassing moment of your life? If you ask that question to Kali Sweeney, the most embarrassing moment of his life still hits home 30 years later. And it wasn't even a single moment necessarily. It was all the times when he was asked to read in front of the class. When he had to read aloud in front of the entire class, he got this just knot in his stomach. And he said, uh, quote, I would, uh, every time I was asked to read, I would drop the book and start a fight with the closest guy next to me. Anything to avoid admitting that I was the young man getting passed from grade to grade, totally illiterate. Could not read. Graduated high school. Today, Sweeney's 47 years old. There was a day when he stopped fighting. He stopped hanging out with gangs. He stopped doing drugs. Um, It was the day he got shot, but that wasn't necessarily the day that changed him. He was in the hospital and his brother came to visit him and showed him a picture of his friends, his friends, his older brother's friends from high school. And he pointed to one of the guys in the picture and he said, shot. They pointed to the guy next to him. Killed, killed, life sentence, shot, 30 years to life, dead, right on down the line, every single person. That was the moment that Sweeney decided to stop being the victim. Now, he was already out of high school at this point. And that's when he decided, I'm going to learn how to read. Think about it. Have you ever... Think of your life right now. What's the last time you sat down? You said, I'm going I'm to learn how to do that, whatever that thing is. I'm going to learn karate, or I'm going to learn how to cook, or I'm going to learn how to barbecue. I'm going to learn how to... Sweeney had to say, you know, I'm going to learn how to read. <laughs> and this is after he graduated high school. Amazing. This is in Detroit. I should have said that. I'm sorry. This is in Detroit. Now, today, uh, he still fights like he did when he was in high school. Oh, a little different, though. He's a boxing coach. And he started a boxing program to mentor kids in 2007. He took over an old car wash in Detroit and turned it into a boxing gym. He, said, he says, quote, show me a guy who's fighting in school, and I'll show you somebody with acceptance problems. Show me a funny guy, kid like me. I was always cracking jokes. And I'll show you a guy who can't read or spell. He's overcompensating. So he started this mentoring program, it's a boxing gym, uh, for kids to do something after school, get off the street. But it didn't take long before he ran out of money. He sold everything he owned, everything, to keep it afloat. He ended up living in the gym. Think of that dedication. Talk about putting your life, your heart, your soul into something you believe in. 
And obviously for Sweeney here, this was a righteous cause. He was preventing kids from going through school illiterate like he was. Preventing kids from, from getting discouraged and dropping out and joining gangs and dying like so many of his friends. And like he almost did. But it was about to be shut down. He couldn't keep it afloat anymore. Four years into the project, Jessica showed up. She uh, lived out in the burbs, white woman, uh, working on her doctorate. And her personal trainer said, you know, you should do some boxing on the side of your training here. It's a good workout. So she Googled boxing gym. This place pulled up. She showed up having no idea that it was actually an after-school program for at-risk kids or whatever. Right? But she walked in and she was blown away. She's like, what, what is this place? She says, I'm looking at these kids who live in horrible home situations, but there was a glimmer of hope in their tiny eyes. So she talked to Sweeney, asked him a bunch of questions, and he barely answered any of them because he was ashamed that uh, he was going to shut down the place in a week or two. But eventually, she got out of him that um, what the fate of, of uh, this gym was going to be. Long story short, she created a tax-exempt nonprofit status for the gym. They got a ton of grants from companies in Detroit. Madonna and Eminem have even donated time and money. And the gym is up and thriving. Jessica says, it's funny how life leads you in a direction that you're supposed to go. What are, like, what are the chances? What are the chances of any of that stuff happening? Of Jessica Googling, yeah, boxing gym. And then showing up at this place one day and using her skills and talents to help Sweeney's dream continue. The program's called Books Before Boxing. Because it's about priorities. Books before boxing. And the program is exploding, but here's the problem. There's a waiting list to get in. There's a waiting list to get in. 550 kids. Think about this. 550 kids whose life depends on learning to fight for the right things. And in that boxing gym, you don't, you don't just learn how to, how to throw a punch. You don't just learn how to fight. You learn how to fight for the right things in the right way. And there's a waiting list for that. And I love this line from Sweeney. He says, the streets have no waiting list. Ron uh, Fournier wrote a uh, piece about this place in the National Journal. And the headline was, the, street, uh, the streets have no wait list. And I read that. And I said, what, what does that mean? What do you mean the streets have no wait list? What are you talking about? I had no idea what he meant. You figured it out before I did. The streets have no wait list. 550 kids want to learn to fight for their lives with real mentors and, and find purpose and learn dedication and everything that they need in life to be successful. They yearn for it. They're yearning for it. They need it. They want it. They know they need it. And there's a waiting list. But the gang down the street, well, they'll accept him right now. Come as you are. No wait list here. And it's not just free. You'll get rich. They say. And we'll teach you all you need to know. How does it get any better than that program? And this program's like where you live. Wherever it is, I guarantee you this program's just like this. Where it's around a thing, in this case boxing. But tutors there, role models, mentors at this uh, Books Before Boxing on weekends, they do community service projects 
around Detroit. This is life-saving stuff right here, all from a man who graduated high school without even knowing how to read. I love this story on so many levels, but that point right there is my favorite part. I maybe could have even told the story leaving that part out until the end. Cut cut the show. Let's start it over. Let's do it again. I'll just go with it. Didn't even know how to read. So I just think of you know the, the things I could do to help people. And God, what do you do? Excuses, excuses, excuses. Ah, I'm not the right person. I don't know the, I don't know the right skills. I don't the, the man didn't know how to read. But man, he had a passion. He found his purpose and he got it done. Love it. one 800 Now, that being said, hopefully we start the show off on a nice inspirational note. What in the world is going on where we can have kids graduate without, not know, uh, without knowing how to read? <laughs> that, that, that is something we need to address here. And we will next. one 800 Slater Radio on Twitter. Mike Slater Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. You're listening to... Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network.